Welcome to Manager Tools. In keeping with our holiday tradition, here is some of our guidance from our Hall of Fame. Today's topic, assign work and reporting. Today we talk about assigning both the reporting work and the work itself when delegating. Here we go. Well, if you're not a manager, you might be surprised what us managers think about it when we assign work to our directs. (laughs) They may be surprised about a lot of things, actually. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. If you're not a manager, you probably assume, hey, you gave me the work. I know it's mine. I'll do it. It's my job, after all. Easy to be him or her, right? (laughs) Way easier to be a manager, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He just gives away the work and we have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's not always what we assume. Even with top performers, right? I mean, there are times when you wonder- We're on the hook for it. We don't give away work that we're not on the hook for. And, you know, and by the way, the proof of this is the high C managers, the, the perfectionist managers who do, who do it themselves, right? And if it really was easy to give a work away, to trust the people who work for you all the time, to know that they would do it well enough or, or the worst standard in the world as good as me, if we knew that, we'd give away more work, right? Yeah. But that's managers don't. That's a great don't. point. That's a great yeah. point, right? So, so those who do give it away... You know, they think things like, will it get done? Mm-hmm. Can you do it? Mm-hmm. Will you do it well? You know, will they do it on time? How am I going to know the status between now and when it's due? I don't want to get to the very end and find out that it's not done or it's five days late on a five-day task. Yeah, the old, yeah, about that deadline. Yeah. Yeah, I, just, <laughs> yeah, I might I might miss that by a little might bit. Miss, might have a miss coming up. Just want you to know. You know, are, are yeah. you going to let me know when something goes wrong so I can do something about it? Are you going to proactively communicate more? You know, and then, then you start asking questions like, why do I have to go check? <laughs> am I going to have right. to? Yes. Is it, you know, and when I do go check, am I going to have to have one of those difficult conversations? Yeah. Well, you don't understand. I get this. I got that. I got the other thing. I, you know, what do you want me to do? So help me set priorities. I got too much to do. Yeah. And yeah. even worse. And after all that, am I going to have to do it myself anyway? <laughs> yeah. And if one time you delegate, you, you give away work that's reasonable to one of your team and you end up taking it back a week later. I mean, that's that's one of those moments you say, let me just save a week, right? Let me just save a week and I won't give it away anymore. Exactly. But we obviously can't allow that. So, yeah. So, look, there's a solution for part of this anyway. And it's a simple thing. It's going to save you hundreds of hours of work over your career and, frankly, millions of moments of heartache and worry if you're a manager. And that is that when you assign work, you assign both the reporting of the work and the work itself when you delegate. And our cast today has three major points we want to make. First, we want to make a case that work responsibilities, the responsibility to do any work, also includes the responsibility to communicate about that work. This is a fundamental principle, and we've lost it over the last 150 years, and most people don't even know it exists, really. And if you're doing the work, you're responsible for talking about that work and keeping people posted about it. Second thing is we want to touch on managerial economics 101. We've talked about it before, right? The basics that if a boss and a subordinate can both do the job, then the subordinate should do the job. And then lastly, we'll give you our specific guidance, which is when you assign responsibility, include the reporting of it. In other words, don't delegate the preparation of a deck of slides delegate the preparation of the deck of slides and the reporting that it is done by the deadline. 
Otherwise, the debt can be done and you won't know and you may have to go find it. And unfortunately, because much of what many of us do is knowledge work today, it's not obvious necessarily. There's not a physical representation or even in some cases, a noticeable digital representation that something has been done. Uh, and if you ever check with somebody and they said, you know, you said, hey, it's the deadline. I haven't heard from you. Oh, yeah, I did that two days ago. You feel like you're wasting your time. So from now on, we're recommending when you assign a task, a responsibility, a duty to somebody, you also assign them the reporting of the status of that duty, including obviously the fact that it's done. Unless it is reported as being done, it is not done if you own both the task and the reporting responsibility for it. Okay. So let's talk about the first point you mentioned. Work responsibilities include the communication responsibilities for that work. I mean, that's a truism, right? But yeah, man, yeah. it seems like but a lot people, of managers. forgotten it, right? Yeah, yeah. a lot right. of managers I mean, forgot about that. Yeah, doing work, the actual value-producing task that someone is completing is not the entire task when we work in a large organization or even a small organization, any organization bigger than the size of one. Doing the work is not the entire thing, and it virtually never is. We try, you and I try to avoid things, it's just, it's just modern laziness. Frankly, we believe it's because a change has occurred over 100 years or so in terms of how work happens. Look, it used to be that much of the work people did with supervisors uh, or with, you know, in, in an organization with more than one person working was physical. It was, it was visible work. You could actually see somebody doing the work. Yeah. Like in a factory, have, have like a factory, a factory. or something like that. Yeah. But, but, but even if you take out a factory, even if you think about a bookkeeping shop, there were books open and there were people scribing in books, right? Mm. Basically an apprentice or a journeyman brought the result of his work or her work to the master or the foreman. Once it was done, there was a physical delivery that implied doneness, right? And, you know, this was because work was specialized, but it wasn't yet automated and it wasn't mechanized yet to, for the most part. And, and so the work of several people had to be physically combined often to create a finished product. And look, no apprentice, no journeyman, no new person would finish a task, say they were putting a vamp on a shoe or something like that, and then not give it to the master cobbler to be chapped against the last of the shoe, the form of the shoe, right? They wouldn't do it. They would say, what would be the point, right? If you said, well, your work's done, but you also need to go, you don't have to give it to your boss. Look, and frankly, he'd say, look, I sit five feet from him. I don't need to tell him it's done. He can see it's done, right? Yeah, just looks over your shoulder and sees it, yeah. Yeah. So when work was first becoming specialized, and let's remember, that's the reason organizations exist, to allow the specialization of labor, which produces greater output, right? When work was first becoming specialized, managers didn't assign the communication of status with the assignment of work because it was inherent in the nature of the work. But today, work has totally changed. A lot of work is knowledge work. It's digital. It's invisible, right? And yet, it look, we produce incredible value, but it is invisible, right? I mean, how many people out there who are listening have actually seen the source code for Microsoft Outlook or, for that matter, iTunes, if they're listening to our show over iTunes, right? But look, work has changed, but we're still managing the old way where we assign only the task and we ignore the necessary burden of communicating status about that task, which has now become a separate activity. And look, if anybody doubts that the communication of status is inherent in work assignments, consider 
the entire industry that exists for web-based project tracking for software development, right? Our friend John Wall, marketing over coffee, right? He works for a company whose primary product allows companies to track development work across offices, across continents, across versions, across people, across different managers. It's essentially a growing industry because the work is getting more complex and more fragmented and more invisible. And somebody could have done something, and if nobody else knows, there is work that potentially is held up. Not because the work is not done, but because the status of the work has not been communicated. So that whole industry just basically proves that companies are spending money to track work because we as managers have lost touch with the fact that it's part of our job to keep track of the work. And so we're not doing it. And frankly, our people get upset when we ask them to, in many, many cases, if we do it clumsily. Yeah. Okay. So it's important to understand the work that we do includes inherently with it in the same way that shoes except flip-flops have laces, right? Or, you know, that, that there's a way to, to affix your clothes to your body. So a shoe has to stay on your body somewhere in the same way work has associated with it more than just the task of the work. It also includes the communication of status about that task. That's what professionals see the entire work package as being. Good. Okay. So how does managerial economics 101 play in that? We've talked about it before. Why is that so important right. in talking about this? Managerial economics 101 comes in, in in terms of the question of how or who should actually do the tracking of the work, right? So look, right now, most of the folks who are listening do this work themselves, Rather than assigning work, if you're a manager, rather than assigning work and then also the reporting of its status, most managers just assign the work. Oh, when you need to know the status of that work. <laughs> this, right? remind, this reminds me of when I was uh, first a team lead, right? First, you know, this is well after my Army years or, or just after my Army years. And I get right. out. I'm now for the first time in a software development organization. And after about six months now, I'm a team lead. And I'm responsible for tracking all this work. And literally... Four days out of five, for the first two weeks in the job, I was running around getting the status from everybody. Yeah. And my manager looked at me and said, are you nuts? Yeah. And proceeded to tell me much of what which is in this podcast. Yeah. And I think right now, actually, there are a lot of people listening that are in IT or software development, and, and they, they're sort of of two minds about this. One, oh gosh, we definitely need this because status is so terrible, right? We, nobody knows the status of things. And the other thing is, oh, but it's going to be hard because my people push back so much. And we'll talk more about that in a minute. But I think IT organizations, development organizations particularly, really have strong pushback. And it's essentially not professional. I'm not, not saying it's unprofessional. I'm just saying in those organizations, we get much more pushback and it's pretty thin read that they're standing on in terms of saying, ah, I, don't, I don't, you know, why should I tell you status? If I, all I do is status, I won't have time to write code. Right. So look, we assign the work, but we don't assign as well. We're not crystal clear that the work carries with it inherently the reporting on the status of the work. And that means that if I know on Tuesday that I'm not going to meet my deadline on Friday, if I know it, then I'm obligated to report that. Yeah. Okay. Right. My boss doesn't, shouldn't have to come find it, right? I'm responsible yeah, for exactly. what my boss said. Right. I did it or I didn't do it. And that is not an extra task. That is part of the task itself. Okay. If you have lace-up shoes, then laces are part of the shoe. Okay. And, and so what happens is people would assign work, 
but the reporting of status is not considered part of it. And the manager doesn't reinforce it. You just assign the work. And so when you need to know the status of the work, you go find out per your example, right? And so a lot of us send an email, we make a call, we send a text, or we ask the person the next time we see them. And, you know, sometimes it takes a few minutes of our time. We probably end up thinking about it off and on over the course of several hours over a day or two. There may, it may only be a total of three or four minutes of, of, of value destruction, if you will. But the wait time could be considered a form of value destruction as well. Okay. Well, well somebody's got to figure out the status. They, you, you know, either they've got to give it to me or I got to give it to them. So why does it matter who does what? Why is, why is that? Yeah. Important? Okay. Well, that's what managerial economics 101 is. It tells us that if a manager and a director can both accomplish a task. If I work for you, Mike, and you can do the thing and I can do it as well, if we can both do it, it's more effective for me, the direct, to do it. The direct, me in this case, is cheaper labor. And any short-term reduction in quality that might happen because you can do it faster and better than me the first, you know, when you're doing it now, whereas the first time I do it, I'm going to do it slower and less well. Any short-term reduction in quality, while I learn as the direct, uh, while I learn how to do this new thing, is more than made up for in the long term by labor savings over the course of every single time I do it that you're not, and also resource creation at the managerial level, right? Because I'm doing it, the quality is better, and your time is freed up. Right. And, and my time, time is, is more, more valuable than mine. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Your time is more valuable and my time is cheaper. So it's always better for me to do the work as a direct rather than you. If you have a choice between two contractors, you're going to work on the house, your house. And we're going to oversimplify slightly here. And one of them can do it for $1,000 and another one can do it for $2,000. But the quality is the same. You're you're silly to hire the two thousand dollar person. Right. You're just silly. Yeah, and I'd argue in this case that the individual doing the work is the only one that knows when, in fact, they're done. Right. So, what am I to go go to the individual yeah. every ten minutes and say, "Are you done? Are you done? Are you done?" Right. Right. Yeah. And and here, here's the thing: a package of work is not just a task, but it is also reporting on the status of the task. Part of the reason that reporting on status is an inherent part of the work is the person who is doing the work. To your point is the person who is most knowledgeable and most easily can, in fact, report on the work. The idea of having somebody else come ask a question of somebody, which now we're involving two people in knowledge that one person already has, it's wasteful. It's completely wasteful. So there's that as well. So what can managers do when they're assigning responsibility for tasks? What, what can they do differently that takes this into account and, and solves this particular issue? Yeah, look, the relative status of work, whether it's done, whether it's on time, whether it's on track, whether it's on budget, within resources expected to fail, likely to be done, whatever, has value to the organization that is separate from the value of the actual task being done, and it needs to be communicated. In fact, if it's not communicated, you're destroying value. And either you're going to be the one communicating it as the manager by asking or by checking or by following up, or it's going to be done by the direct who's responsible for the work, right? And, and manager like Economics 101 says it should be the direct, okay? It doesn't make economical sense for us to do it as managers because our time is worth more than our directs. And it takes us more time 
separate from the higher cost issue. It takes us more time to find out than it does for the directors actually doing the work to simply tell us. And so you get same quality, you get less cost. It's a no-brainer decision, and that's Manager Economics 101. So that means the smart thing, the effective thing then, is for the director who owns the task to own the responsibility. And the manager tools question becomes, all right, how can we best do that? Now, look, I've seen this tried several different ways. The, the, the common way is you just tell your team over and over and over again, and they might get it. Meaning, hey, you guys need to tell me when you're done. Yeah, with your hey, 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 yeah. In a, gen- keep, in a no, general sense. I keep having sense. to ask about status. Why can't you guys report right. on status? <laughs> okay. I've yeah. done it. Yeah, I've done it. It, it didn't work terribly well, but okay. Yeah, it's a technique. Are you are you speaking from experience? Is that, uh, do I do I hear the voice of experience on the line? Yeah, yeah just yeah, Man- maybe, Mister Experience Manager. Are you saying you've done that too, just like me? I, I am the uh, manager tools test case. I've done everything that we yeah. talk about. We say, what we say to do. I've done it opposite. Yeah, a lot of times I think what we provide for managers is a different way of thinking about problems. And in this case, so many managers in the world, millions of managers all over the world are trying to solve the problem of how can I get status better, right? That's the question they're asking. How can I get status better? Which is essentially a passive thing. And so the idea is, wouldn't it be easy, for instance, for me to have a a web-based dashboard for status? That's the wrong question because it forgets that the work and the the reporting of the status of the work go together and it is the responsibility of the direct. So the question is, how can we make directs aware of their responsibility for communicating about status? If they become aware of it and then step up professionally, we don't have to worry about whether or not we are going to be, whether the status can be delivered to us. By definition, it will be delivered to us. Right. So that that is another thing you do. You can create status dashboards and you can create tracking systems. And look, those work to some degree. Although, to tell you the truth, we know lots of IT and development organizations, software organizations who have all kinds of status reporting technology. And we still hear lots of carping in those systems about the first one, as I've already mentioned, how am I going to have time to do my work if I'm doing all this reporting? Now, frankly, that's crap right? That's a red herring, right? There's very few reporting systems that require anything more than a minimal amount of time to, to do the work, to provide the data into the, the, the web-based system. And of course, web-based systems do provide more broad knowledge across the organization. But in my experience, what I found is nobody else looks at it anyway, right? Right. That's why people don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah. And the reporting status to a neutral third party, like a website system, is irritating, because bosses don't check it, and then they go ask, and then somebody says, why am I updating your status page if you're not going to check it? In fact, one of the most nudge-nudge, wink-wink moments I ever had in my professional life was I was in, uh, in Chicago at a client, and I knew that one of the managers had not, well, I'm sorry, one of the technology people had not done something and then had not updated status. And the manager came to them, and and uh, they had an updated status. The manager came to him and says, hey, look, you haven't updated your status. And the guy looked at him directly in his eyes and says, how am I going to have time to do the work if all I'm doing is working on status? When in fact, he hadn't done the work and he hadn't posted the status, right? Hmm. He was just willing to give, it's almost like a shield law, right? The shield law says, you can't talk to me about doing work because as long as there's a reporting system that's web-based or third-party, I can blame it on the web-based third-party system. It's silly. Yeah, it's kind of like project reporting, uh, don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, but look, the answer is really simple. 
rather than assigning a task like you need to write some code or prepare this module or update this DB2 module or whatever, or following, you know, follow up with a customer or identify a thousand dollars in budget savings or prepare a briefing for the offsite. All those are tasks you could assign to somebody. We assign, and here's the key, we assign the reporting of the status of the work as part of the work itself. Okay. There are several easy ways to do this. Okay. You can ask for a document with their work on it to be forwarded to you. In other words, you can see the document. It's an email. It's a physical document, whatever, you know, send me the code. You know, I I know lots of technical managers who don't ask for the work. They just want to know it's done. And I have to say, I think in many cases, particularly for, for newer members of a team or newer employees in general, younger ones just starting their professional careers. Yeah, that's a mistake. That, in a way, is, is not really professional. That's not high-level managerial behavior. You have to check people's work. Yeah, there, there's some quality measures in there, I would assume. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Oh, is it done? Okay, good, it's done. Well, okay. I know you may not want to go back to writing code, but you have to look at the code. And you may not want to debug it. Maybe you don't debug it, but at least you look over the code. Yeah. Is your expl- expense plan complete? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I went over budget, <laughs> but it's complete. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's complete. Everything's filled out appropriately. It's accurate. It's totally accurate. Yeah. I build the company for a $500 meal, just me, but it's accurate. Right. Again, you can ask for a document with, with their work on it to be forwarded. You can tell them to send you what they've done by a certain time rather than just doing it by a certain time. You can ask them to schedule time on your calendar, on both of your calendars, to brief you on what they've done. You can ask to be notified that status has been updated, right? I mean, those are all possible ways. So, so I thought in, in, the, in this case, Mike, it might be good to give sort of a, a series of pairs of old way of assigning work versus the manager tools way of assigning work and reporting. And I've got four pairs here for you, okay? Cool. So let's say you're thinking there's an offsite coming up and you need one of your folks to prepare an operations plan for this offsite. So it might you might think to yourself, okay, hey, Robert, please prepare an ops plan for the offsite by Friday, okay? That's a normal way that managers would assign some work. And there'd be some discussion about what an op plan is and the scope and all those kind of things, right? But the task is prepare the ops plan for the offsite by Friday. The manager tools way, when you include the reporting in there, is prepare an ops plan and forward it to me by Friday at 2 p.m. So in other words, if the ops plan is done, but I don't and it's have not it. forwarded Friday at 2 yeah. p.m., the work's not done. You're on the hook. You're not successful. If you forward it at 3 p.m., you are unsuccessful. If it was done at 1.30 and you forward it at 3 o'clock, you failed. Yeah, that's generally not the issue, though. The, the Generally, the issue is, you know, it gets discussed on Tuesday. And you say, hey, did you do that plan? And he goes, yeah, yeah. I, I did it by Friday. I did it Friday. Yeah. And you go, like, well, well, where is it? <laughs> where is it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. An- another example, find $13,000 U.S., in budget reductions. That would be a classic way for a manager or director to talk to one of their directs about looking for budget cuts, right? The manager tools way would be send me your $13,000 budget reductions by Thursday noon. I, I want a document. I want an email that says, what are your budget reductions? Okay. Third example, prepare an industry landscape briefing for this client pitch we have next week. Okay. The manager tools way is forward me the industry landscape slides by 10 a.m. Tuesday. 
Look, if he's got a briefing, he's got slides. I know people who actually say, oh, yeah, I got the briefing. It's, you know, it's done. It's done. And what they're saying is they figured it out in their head, but they haven't put it together. Yeah. Right. And that's not done. And part of that comes from managers not assigning the status reporting associated with the task. One final one. You know, a manager might say, I need you to finish this failure analysis by Tuesday. Okay. Look, there's nothing wrong with that. That's better than doing it yourself as a manager. But it would be far better to say, brief me on the failure analyses you're doing by Tuesday at 3 p.m. Have them complete and brief me on them by Tuesday at 3 p.m. Yeah, it sounds a lot more powerful. Would you be surprised if folks thought this was a relatively small change? Did it seem like a small change? Yeah, I think I think it seemed like a small change. And and it's not hard. If you if you get the idea that the work includes the reporting inherently, right? And I think, I don't know, maybe you disagree, but I think people know it. Now, they may not know it as a manager because they look into the eyes or the minds of their directs and they're going, I wonder why he didn't do it. I wonder what could have motivated him not to do it. Well, sometimes managers, the, the way to think about that is to ask yourself how you behave as a direct of your boss rather than trying to analyze your directs. And you know there have been situations in the recent past, I would guess, where you have not done some work and you didn't want to communicate about it because you'd have to communicate, it's not done. And you're thinking, I'm doing urgent stuff. I know this is important. I know it's important, but I'm doing urgent stuff and I'm making good decisions on Monday and Tuesday and Tuesday morning and Tuesday afternoon and Wednesday morning. But now it's Wednesday afternoon and this thing's due first thing Thursday and I haven't done it. Yeah. And it's likely, you know, it's possible my boss won't ask me about it until the following Monday. So why, yeah. why volunteer the fact that I messed up? Yeah. You know, if, if you're you're late and it's likely a lot of managers, if you don't include the reporting, it's, you know, very often the manager, it's a couple of days later that he or she follows up on the work and you end up getting a, a couple extra days. Yeah. So if you exactly. So if you've ever felt that you didn't want your boss to ask, then that's the reason to do this. Yeah. Because if you, you don't want your boss to ask, if your directs don't want you to be asking about work. That means you don't want to, they don't want you to know the status. And that means you definitely want to know that status. Yeah. And that means you've got to assign that as well. Now, by the way, we'll do another cast about this at some point. But what this does is increase the chances for failure because people will do the work but not report it to you. And you're going to have to be willing to give feedback on a failed accomplishment, on, on the failure to achieve something because they did the work, but they didn't report it. Right. Okay. So. Is there anything we can do to make this transition a little easier? I, I don't know. It just seems like yeah, there's something we should be able to do. Let's say this first. The next time, folks, you have a task, ask yourself, how can I assign the work and the reporting at the same time? How can I avoid not knowing our overall status and then having to go look for it? Okay. Now, you asked about other things we can do. And there is one more thing that will make this transition much easier for you when you're going from just assigning work to assigning the reporting of the work. And that's brief your team in advance on what you're doing. Every conference we do, EMC, Effective Manager Conference, somebody says, well, gee, do I want to surprise my people with feedback? No, nope. If you listen to the Rolling Out the Trinity series, it says, tell your people in advance what you're going to do and why you're doing it. Answer questions. Let them learn as fast as you do as you try something new. And this is easy. What you do is you take five minutes during a weekly staff meeting, and you announce your planned change in managerial behavior. 
And we would recommend that you follow up with a quick reminder in all of your one-on-ones in the subsequent few days after that, the staff meeting, you know, you allow each, each individual to ask questions about what it means, right? And by the way, those individual question moments are particularly good for those of you who know DISC for your high S's and high C's because they're not as comfortable with questions in open meetings. Yep. Okay. So suppose it was me and I had to give the briefing. It might sound something like this. Okay. You premium content folks, you'll love your premium content today because it's in the show notes, right? But here's what I might say. Hey guys, listen, uh, I asked for five, I put five minutes on the agenda to talk about work assignments and no, there's not more work. It's just, I'm, I'm going to be handling things a little bit differently. I'm going to start assigning responsibilities to you guys differently going forward. Generally in the past, I've done what most managers do and I've assigned you some work or a task or a particular responsibility. I was very direct and very specific about it, you know, and I try pretty often to give you deadlines for the work, right? So that you don't just put it on the back burner. From now on, I'm going to try starting to assign you both the work and the responsibility to report on that work as well. Okay. Now, the fact is that was always inherent in the work, but we have, I haven't made it clear for you and I want to make it more clear. And what that means is, whereas before I might have said, I need the client file updates done by 2 p.m. tomorrow, I'm now going to say, notify me that the client files have been updated by 2 p.m. tomorrow. In other words, in this case, the task is not done unless I have been notified that it has been done. Just updating the client files is not enough in the kind of fast-paced operational tempo we have. I've got to be notified so I can let other people know that the work you prepared is ready for them to consume, right? Adding additional value, perhaps, right? Now, again, folks, this may seem like a small change. And by the way, folks, this is the continuation of the briefing, okay? This might seem like a small change for you guys, but it's actually pretty big for me. I spend a good bit of time tracking down status. Often you're done on something, but I don't know it. And that's waste and that's lost time. And that's resources that aren't being used for something else. I think everyone pretty much knows that if you've done your work, you ought to be letting other people know it's done. And as I said before, it's always been true that work responsibility includes status reporting inherently. But look, I understand everybody gets busy. And on a task that may take a whole day, if I don't check up for a week, it's likely done, but me and other people don't know it's done. And that may hold us up or frankly, it may hold you up as well. So now going forward, when I assign both the work and the reporting of it, it won't be enough to say, oh, I already did that. The that of what you're talking about cannot be done if it's not communicated as being done. That, the task includes the reporting. So if it's not reported on, you didn't do it. Okay. And again, this is a small thing, but it has big consequences. Look, I admit it. I don't want to have to come and track you down and you ought not to want, you ought not want everyone to be wondering what it is you're doing or not doing. Right. In the beginning, this is going to be a little weird. Anytime I change my behavior or you change your behavior systemically, it's going to be a little bit weird, but we think it's for the better. I'm not always going to be perfect at it, but just to be clear, folks, even if I don't ask, The standard here on our team is that work responsibilities, the things you're responsible for at work, include prompt reporting of the work status as well. If you haven't told other people, particularly me, that your task is completed or that your task is at risk, it doesn't matter if you've done it, I won't consider it done. Done means done and reported on. Simple as that, not just done. Done and not reported done is not done. Hmm. That's how it might sound. That was probably a little casual, but that's how, that's how staff meetings usually are, right? They're pretty casual. 
And it took like four minutes, four or five minutes. So a premium content member could actually just like lift that out of the show notes. And yeah. And, and, and they could. Now, they probably want to spend hours and hours and hours rewording oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, go go for it, folks. But, but you could just use it word for word, probably. Yeah. Be okay. This cast boils down to some really simple stuff. Once you understand that the uh, reporting on status is inherent in the work, we've got to change our managerial behaviors and make people know that we're assigning the reporting of the work along with the work. They'll learn it, tell them it's coming, and then actually assign reporting as part of the task, and they'll get it, right? Work isn't done in a vacuum. It happens in a context of people and an organization and a mission and limited resources. There's a case to be made at times, frankly, that communication about the work being done can actually be more valuable than the work itself, the amount of energy spent on communicating status is trivial today. And that's part of where the problem lies. And really interestingly here, it's not the communication of the status that matters or the uttering of the status. It's the knowing of the status by other people that matters. And that means we have to be more direct as managers in making the communication of status not trivial. Make it part of the work and watch your life get easier, frankly. It's as simple as that. Cool. Thanks, my friend. My pleasure, partner. All right, man. We'll see you next week. That's it, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Hey, if you're in the Boston area in the end of July, July 27th to be exact, we're conducting the Boston Effective Manager Conference on the 27th. So you're interested in a full day, and I mean a full day, of effective manager material, this is the conference to come to. So check it out on the website, www dot manager dash tools dot com. All right, folks, we'll see you next week. So long.